Welcome to the ParkCast, episode 33, Treatment Foster Care. The ParkCast series brings evidence-informed child welfare practice to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archive. This podcast will discuss existing research related to treatment foster care, including its origins and key elements, as well as existing evidence regarding the efficacy of treatment foster care. Introduction. Research related to each subsection will be highlighted and a commentary on the strengths and limitations of this research and the ways in which it can help you in your practice will be provided. Questions to promote discussion and critical thinking are dispersed throughout the literature review. We recommend you think about the issue or issues that you are trying to learn more about before and during your listening of this podcast. For example, what is treatment foster care? How effective is treatment foster care? How do foster carers experience this intervention method? What is treatment foster care? Treatment foster care, herein referred to as TFC, and also known as multidimensional treatment foster care, was originally developed in the United States at the Oregon Social Learning Center. The program has spread from the United States since its inception in the 1980s and has been introduced in a number of countries internationally. Asi and Guo note that there is a lack of definitional clarity when it comes to treatment foster care. While much of the evidence around TFC is based on the program originally developed at the Oregon Social Learning Center, literature related to this model and others will be discussed in this podcast. TFC was specifically designed for children and youth exhibiting emotional and or behavioral difficulties and is based on attachment, social learning, and family system theories focused on the provision of intensive support to young people within a family setting. The program is now a commonly used method of allowing children and young people who might otherwise end up in juvenile or psychiatric placements to benefit from a less restrictive care setting. TFC combines the positive elements of a nurturing and therapeutic family environment with an active and structured treatment environment. Youth living in TFC are individually placed in foster homes and provided with intensive support and treatment in a setting that closely mirrors ordinary family life, that is, community-based family setting with public school attendance. TFC involves formal cooperation with the treatment team and the young person's birth parents, school, and social services where appropriate. Full-time case managers who carry a smaller caseload supervise a clinical team of family therapists, individual therapists, and skills trainers, as well as the foster family. In TFC, foster parents are a critical part of the treatment team. The objective of their role is for the young person to return to their home of origin. The foster parents involved provide the young person with a therapeutic and structured living environment. In this way, the foster parent role differs from that of the traditional foster parent, and that foster parents involved in TFC are trained especially for this therapeutic role. TFC parents are trained paraprofessionals within this model and provide care for young people in their homes 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Close consultation, training, and support for foster parents are the cornerstones of TFC. TFC aims to provide youth and their families where appropriate with individually tailored programs that will help them to achieve positive change in their lives. Key Goals of Treatment Foster Care to reduce deviant behavior, to increase pro-social behavior, to create supports for children and youth in order that they may have a positive experience in the community, 
and to prepare their parents, relatives, or aftercare parents to draw on skills and methods that will facilitate the young person in maintaining the positive gains achieved while in their placement once they return home. Mechanisms for achieving these goals and objectives include a proactive approach and the creation and maintenance of a consistent environment for the youth. Key components of treatment foster care. Foster parent training, ongoing services to foster parents, services to children, services to biological parents and other long-term placement resources, a team approach to providing services. Team roles include program supervisor, foster parent consultant, behavior support specialist for the child, a family therapist, the PDR caller or parent daily report caller, and a consulting psychiatrist. Treatment foster care placements typically last between six and nine months. From the beginning of a young person's placement, there is an emphasis on working with his or her parents in order to prepare them and the young person for life after treatment foster care. The model focuses on building strengths and reinforcing positive behaviors. Thinking critically. Do I or my team incorporate aspects of TFC into our work with children and families already? If so, what aspects? How well are they working with the children and families in question? How do we know this? What does the literature say about treatment foster care? Since the development of the Oregon Social Foster Care Model, studies have been conducted with young children in foster care, school-age children, adolescents referred from the mental health and child welfare systems, and adolescents referred from the juvenile justice system. A large body of research, often drawing on randomized controlled trials, supports the efficacy of TFC as a valuable intervention for children and youth who may be on the margins of the child welfare, juvenile justice, and mental health systems. Methods matter. A randomized controlled trial, or an RCT, is often considered the gold standard in empirical research when testing effectiveness of an intervention or program. This type of research study randomly allocates participants to one or other of the different treatments being investigated. For example, the intervention group and the control group. Versions of the TFC program have been validated for use among children with experience of maltreatment and among older children involved in the juvenile justice system. Much of the existing evidence has emerged from the U.S. and should be interpreted in light of this context and the possible limitations of such studies. In 2007, McGinnis and Dyer reviewed the empirical basis for TFC and concluded that it is in fact an evidence-based, clinically effective, and cost-effective community-based treatment. The authors concluded that TFC provides youth an opportunity to engage and develop in a family setting. Larson, however, notes that studies of the effectiveness of TFC provide mixed to positive results and have drawn on a range of methodologies, sample sizes, and outcome measures. A review of 40 outcome studies sought to evaluate the effectiveness of TFC among children and adolescents. Results suggest that TFC produced positive social and psychological changes among children and adolescents. Most notable were improvements in social skills and placement permanency. Weaker effects were reported in the reduction of behavior problems. Authors note that outcomes were not uniformly positive or indeed convincingly strong, which may come as a surprise given the considerable growth in program development and professional and political support for treatment foster care. Adolescence 
empirical support for the Oregon model of TFC began to emerge in the 1990s, when it was used as an alternative to detention for youth with considerable offending histories. In terms of the capacity of TFC to reduce delinquency, incarceration, and behavioral problems among adolescents, free randomized controlled trials, or RCTs, have demonstrated the benefits of this model. Chamberlain and Reed demonstrated that children aged 9 through 18, leaving a state residential mental health facility, fared better than those in receipt of community services. They experienced less time in hospital at follow-up and lower rates of emotional and behavioral problems. Boys involved in treatment foster care, referred from youth justice, did better than those in group care. They displayed fewer official and self-reported offenses at follow-up, returned to their family of origin more often, and experienced fewer violent offenses. Girls from the youth justice system involved in TFC, aged 13 to 17, also did better than girls in group care. They reported fewer periods of detention and fewer offenses at one and two years follow-up. Further to this, Chamberlain and Reed found that boys with histories of chronic and serious juvenile delinquency who participated in treatment foster care had significantly less criminal referrals and were returned to live with relatives more frequently than those in the control group who were placed in group care. In 2000, it was noted that existing evidence for treatment foster care suggests that it was an effective treatment for delinquent adolescents, but that it may have the potential to facilitate positive change in other populations of troubled children as well. In a study not drawing on the Oregon model of TFC, but an agency developed in theoretically based TFC model, utilizing administrative data, improvements in day-to-day -day functioning were observed among youth. Methods matter. Administrative data refers to information collected primarily for administrative, not research, purposes. The use of administrative data is important as it can be used to reflect practice-based evidence in an agency setting. However, limitations include reporter bias and lack of control over data collection and how this affects what can be done with the data. Hesse and Guo report findings of a study of predominantly black female children involved in a private treatment foster care program. In general, children displayed improvements in internalizing behaviors such as depression and anxiety, as well as critical pathology, which includes acute problems such as psychotic behavior and fire setting, but measures of externalizing behaviors remain the same. Authors note that children placed in TFC are not a homogenous group as there remain a subset of children whose needs require more intensive service provision, including hospitalization and residential treatment. While the majority of studies of TFC support the efficacy of the intervention, some studies have found that youth living in group care, as compared to TFC, experience more favorable discharges and are more likely to return home after placement. Results of this particular study, however, did not identify differences in subsequent legal involvement of youth. Authors caution the reader when interpreting these findings, given the dramatic differences between these findings and those of other studies examining group care and TFC. Children. In 1999, Fisher and colleagues adapted the TFC program in order to meet the needs of younger children, aged 3 to 5, who were involved with the U.S. foster care system. This development in treatment foster care was called MTFCP, and was designed to address behavioral difficulties, emotional regulation, and developmental delay. When compared to traditional foster care, MTFCP 
was effective in improving the behavioral difficulties of participating children. A recent study examined the effectiveness of treatment foster care among foster preschoolers with previous histories of placement instability on their permanency outcomes. Authors examined permanency outcomes for 52 children, 24 months after entering the program, who had experienced at least four placements prior to the study. Study findings indicate that while there were no differences between the groups related to the number of times a permanent placement was attempted, children in the treatment foster care group experienced double the rate of successful permanency attempts. These findings suggest that systematic interventions may have the potential to impact upon permanency outcomes among children with experiences of prior placement instability. Smith and colleagues examined placement disruption rates among children and adolescents with emotional and behavioral difficulties who were referred to treatment foster care. The sample was divided into two age groups, those 12 years and younger and those 13 and older. Findings suggest that age played a key role in the disruption of children and youth's placements. Older children faced a significantly greater risk of placement disruption when compared to younger children, such that older girls were at the greatest risk of placement disruption. Existing Reviews of the Literature An early review of 11 evaluation studies of treatment foster care from Canada, the UK, and the US found that youth discharged from TFC settings compared favorably with youth who were discharged from other settings, including the Parent Therapist Program and the Alberta Parent Counselors Program. TFC programs were also observed as less costly than alternative programs. A Campbell Collaboration Systematic Review of TFC drew on five U.S.-based studies that met the author's inclusion criteria. Methods matter. A systematic review sums up the best available research on a specific question. Reviews are conducted using transparent procedures to find, evaluate, and synthesize the results of relevant research. Four of the included studies related to youth with delinquency difficulties or children with behavioral problems with the final study examining the effectiveness of TFC for youth in a state residential mental health facility. Authors conclude that TFC may act as a useful intervention for children and youth in these traditionally hard-to-place groups, but caution the reader about the limited generalizability of findings, noting the small number of studies reviewed and the mixed profile of study participants. Critically, McDonald and Turner note, that the evidence from the reviewed studies may be biased due to the involvement of developers of TFC in the research teams authoring the included studies. Thinking critically. What can I or my agency do to assess the merits of interventions, such as treatment foster care, before implementing them? How have we done this in the past? Foster parents, birth families, and treatment foster care. In the context of TFC, foster parents are sometimes referred to as treatment foster parents, professional foster parents, and therapeutic foster parents, among others, and are the key change agents for the young person in their care. These titles mean that as well as meeting the social, emotional, physical, and developmental needs of children and youth in their care, TFC foster parents are also required to utilize a range of strategies with the aim of reducing problem behaviors and encouraging prosocial behaviors. Foster parents in TFC settings will generally receive considerable support and training, as well as additional compensation as they seek to achieve key goals with children and young people in their care. Foster parent TFC training is different and more specific than training for general foster care. 
It is skills-oriented with an emphasis on setting an expectation of ongoing supervision and support and working with other professionals on behalf of the youth in their care. In spite of the specific nature of TFC training and the critical role they play in TFC, there is currently little existing research related to training of treatment foster parents. The original TFC model, as developed in the Oregon Social Learning Center, incorporates preliminary training before the child is placed, as well as ongoing supervision and support after the child is placed for treatment foster parents. This training focuses on ensuring that treatment foster parents are able to deliver behavioral interventions effectively with the youth they are caring for. Farmer and colleagues observe that training of treatment foster parents in North Carolina agencies can be heterogeneous. Authors found that increased training was associated with better relationships between foster parents and supervisors, and also with increased supervision. Swedish authors report the findings of a mixed-method study exploring the experiences of 28 foster parents and their experience of working in a TFC program, described by the authors as a manual-based treatment program. Mixed-methods research involves collecting and analyzing both quantitative and qualitative data. Results suggest that a large majority of treatment foster parents were very positive about their experience of working with the TFC manual, with foster parents expressing confidence in the program structure and treatment methods. Previous authors have emphasized the importance of foster parents accepting and understanding the philosophy underlying treatment foster care, indicating the potentially positive influence of foster parents' perspectives in the study. An earlier study examined the experiences of treatment foster mothers specifically drawing on data from a longitudinal study. Longitudinal research studies involve repeated observations of the same variables over long periods of time. Results of interviews with the 43 participating treatment foster mothers suggest wide variation in terms of how these foster mothers experience their role and relationships with the youth living in their care. Elements of the six categories of experience identified included mothering, rejection, struggle, and satisfaction. It is important to note that these experiences of treatment foster mothers are highly relational, with almost every category being dependent on the treatment foster mother adopting a relational stance vis-a-vis -vis the youth in her care. Birth Family Involvement in Treatment Foster Care There is limited evidence related to family involvement in TFC. Sutherland and colleagues examined data on family involvement including types of involvement and factors associated with involvement, in a randomized controlled trial of TFC. Findings suggest that the majority, almost 80%, of youth did have some form of involvement with their family of origin, with nearly 64% having in-person contact with family members. However, family member involvement and participation in treatment-related activities and with the youth's treatment team was limited. Findings of this study suggest that there may be many opportunities for TFC agencies to work with family members. However, a better understanding of the wishes and intentions of families of youth in TFC is needed in order to take advantage of those opportunities. Givenji found that family involvement in TFC may be shaped by the attitudes and values of professionals and TFC providers towards those families. Systemic factors including large caseloads among caseworkers and TFC providers' lack of training, preparing them to work with families, may also play a role in shaping family involvement. Thinking critically, what measures are in place in my agency to assess and understand the experiences of foster parents caring for children and youth with high needs? 
How does my team or agency involve birth parents in caring for children in foster care? Implementation of Treatment Foster Care It has been suggested that a well-defined model of TFC is critical in order to increase implementation consistency and to reduce uncertainty that may lead to poor results in terms of child functioning, safety, and stability. TFC, as originally developed, is one such well-defined model. However, at times it is unclear how models like this are being applied in the field, potentially leading to difficulties in evaluating and assessing a TFC model's effectiveness. Dorr further notes that past research has been inconsistent in the use of comparison groups, and often when they are used, insufficient description of such groups are provided, limiting their usefulness. Further, Murray and colleagues note that while TFC is considered to be evidence-based, the majority of programs delivering this intervention are not in fact delivering the evidence-based version of the program. Therefore, Murray and colleagues set out to develop an enhanced model of TFC, based on input from both practice and research in an effort to improve the overall quality of TFC provided. The model of TFC that the authors propose, called Together Facing the Challenge, brings together elements of treatment foster care with encouraging practices observed in usual care and focuses on enhancing the skills of the foster parents and supervisors in agencies. Thinking critically. When interventions are implemented in your agency, what measures are taken to ensure fidelity to the existing model? In your experience, what are the key challenges linked to implementation of established interventions? Conclusions. What did we learn and what is missing? This podcast has reviewed existing literature related to treatment foster care. Much of the existing research involved the use of randomized controlled trials and involved an element of follow-up, representing strengths in this evidence. However, in many cases, particularly those studies conducted in the U.S., those evaluating the intervention were not independent of the development of the intervention. Methodology is something that must be kept in mind when interpreting research findings. While many of the study results are not generalizable because of the specific methodologies used, they do raise a number of issues related to treatment foster care. For example, an apparent overall consensus relating to efficacy of the program regarding delinquency, mental health, and substance use in the context of challenges regarding implementation. While it is important to consider the limitations of research methods used, for example, small sample size or U.S. data, and to interrogate findings using critical thinking, we also encourage you to think about how they may apply to your own practice and the children and families you work with. In doing this, while drawing on your own practice experience, the client and family's wishes, and the organizational context in which you are working, and seeking to monitor your practice and decisions made, you will be able to monitor client progress as well and improve interventions and services provided, ultimately moving toward more positive outcomes for all involved. Research on treatment foster care is continually evolving and emerging. As always, we recommend you revisit the literature on occasion to stay informed on new findings. Key summary points. Multidimensional treatment foster care involves provision of intensive support to children and young people demonstrating emotional and or behavioral difficulties within a family setting. A large body of evidence exists to support the efficacy of this intervention. Limitations of this evidence base include the tendency toward non-independent surveyors involved in evaluation, 
and a large majority of the existing evidence coming from the United States. You have been listening to the ParkCast series, episode 33, Treatment Foster Care. The ParkCast series is produced by Practice and Research Together, a membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information about and additional resources on this episode's topic, the ParkCast series, or Practice and Research Together, please visit www.parkcanada.org. Stay up to date by following us on Twitter at part EIP. That's P-A-R-T-E-I-P.